0: Welcome to Gapology Radio with your hosts, Mark Tinas and Brian Brockhoff. This is your podcast covering tactics for creating winning leadership and sustainable winning organizations. Discover more information detailed in their books, Gapology, Imbar, and their newest release, Speed of Purpose. We can be reached at Gapology.org and our books can be found at Amazon.com.
1: Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Gapology Radio, your podcast on everything leadership. We discuss identifying and closing performance gaps, designing the results and life that you want by leveraging your identity and mindset. And today we wrap up our overview of our newest book, Speed of Purpose, where today we are sharing a few highlights of the final driver process. Let's go ahead and give Martinez a call. Hey, Mark, how are you?
0: I'm great. How are you?
1: I'm doing real good. Real good. Ready for wrapping up our overview of Speed of Purpose.
0: I am excited about that. <laughs> the response has been amazing. You should see all the messages I'm getting. It's been great.
1: Oh, yeah. You should definitely forward those over. I'd love to see them. Well, you want to jump right in and let's yep, uh, knock great. out that process.
0: Yeah, so we um, there's three drivers of Speed of Purpose. Uh, people, performance, and process. And those three combined gets you to 2.8 times productivity. So this is a big deal. So we've already covered on two different podcasts, people and performance. And most leaders, even if they're wrapping their team in purpose, sort of stop there. Process is the missing link. Most leaders, think about this, most leaders do not wrap Process in purpose. They don't think of it. They think it's all about people and all about the metrics of people, which would be performance. They don't go to process. And it's a huge miss because process is the foundation of everything. So process must be wrapped in purpose. What do you think, Brian?
1: Oh, for sure. You know, it's interesting, the uh, processes, I think, a lot of times bog down businesses and organizations. They get just so caught up in just all the different things that they have to do that they really lose sight of the purpose. And so I think, I think really wrapping that around all the different elements of your business is key. Yeah,
0: we were with, uh, that's so true, we were with one group and they had shared the purpose with all the leaders out in the field. And when I interviewed the IT group, they said, purpose? What's, what's the purpose? <laughs> right. What are you talking about?
1: Yep. They had never
0: shared or communicated the purpose with the IT group. Now, not that the IT group is total process, but they're a big chunk of it. And what if the IT group knew what the purpose was? How might that change everything? and every process. So anyhow, this is this is a big deal. And I'm telling you, process is the missing link. Most of the things I'm going to talk about right now, most leaders listening to this have never even thought of. So write this down. This is a big deal. Sound good?
1: Yes, for sure.
0: We break each of the drivers down into accelerators. So there's three components that make up the process driver, and the first one is structure. So structure is rarely or never included in purpose, but structure must reflect the purpose. Everything has to reflect the purpose, and everything communicates. So if you leave structure out of the whole conversation, you're making a big mistake. Let me give you some examples. We designed in the book, and you'll love this you got to get the book, you got to see this. We designed a circular org chart. So, you know how most org charts uh, cascade downward from the leader. This org chart cascades outward from the center of a circle, with the leader and the purpose, in essence, in the center, cascading outward to the team it's much more meaningful and amazingly enough it almost creates artwork it's gorgeous you could put it on the wall you could you could explain it to the team so it, it it eliminates the hierarchy for the most part but it shows you that the purpose must radiate out from the leader through the entire team what if the leader doesn't uphold the purpose then there isn't one so when you look at structure through the eyes of purpose, it changes everything. Uh, any comments on that piece, Brian?
1: Oh, for sure. And uh, if you think about this circular org chart, if, if one of those circles that's on there that, sh- that shows the cascading, um, if one of those is not connected to the purpose it breaks down every other position that, that works for that uh, that leader. It's amazing to see how uh, it all really connects. You know, we, we really should put this, uh, you know, this diagram on, a, on one of our T-shirts or something. I think it is beautiful. Oh, it'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah, No, it's something to be
0: proud of too. Yep. I mean, if you're part of that org structure, it's something to be proud of. But again, it's circular and it radiates outward. It's just gorgeous. Um, we think we invented it. We've never seen it before. And it, it's it's significant, but um, the next piece is the meeting structure. So we're still on structure. So does the purpose become the foundation for your meetings? Period. And do you reflect the purpose in your meetings? So what we've what we've designed and what we've shown in the book is how to take a W as if it were a graph of intensity, and how to leverage purpose into every meeting. So meetings need agendas, meetings need objectives, and that objective needs to be the purpose. And we show in the book how to, how to structure a meeting to where the high points are about the purpose so that when the team leaves that meeting, they understand the purpose, they understand that the purpose matters, and they understand what they need to do. It's, it's so big. Any thoughts around that, Brian? I know you uh, were one of the uh, creators of that W for meetings.
1: <laughs> yeah, you, you know, I think in any interaction with a leader and a team, the first thing that you say and the last thing that you say are going to be the most important things to those uh, people that, that work for you. Um, they remember those things. So the W really illustrates the importance of tying purpose to the beginning and to the end, especially of your meetings. And then tying it in the middle if there's a break or, or if it, you need to reinforce it at some point. But absolutely, the W is key.
0: Yeah, that's great. So the last piece under structure that I want to cover is communication. So whether you're doing uh, speech Uh, to the team or writing a memo to the team we define the structure that needs to be in place for that communication and it goes like this first off tell them what they need to know secondly tell them why it matters and then thirdly tell them what they need to do what they need to know why it matters and what they need to do that communication In concert with the purpose, create action around the purpose. They create movement. Uh, So it, it works. Try it. You'll love it. It's the only way to communicate. It's how the human brain works. It flows beautifully, and it moves people to action. It separates great organizations from the rest. So that's my last piece under structure. Any thoughts on that, Brian, before I move on?
1: Uh, Yeah, you know, it really ties to gapology, right? The knowledge gap, the importance gap, and the action gap. What you need to know, why it matters, and what you need to do. If you miss any one of those pieces, you're creating performance gaps. And if if you're missing the purpose in it, then it really isn't isn't tying any of it together. Yeah, beautiful.
0: Well said. All right, so the next accelerator is systems. And again, most organizations, I would say 99%. We'll just skip over systems as it relates to purpose. They're not part of purpose. Oh, yeah, they are. And yeah, they matter. Uh, so you have to tie every form of interaction to the purpose. So if you have customers in your organization, whatever they interact with has to relate to the purpose, has to reflect the purpose. And so what we teach in the book is how there needs to be a physical component here. So it's, it's obvious, it's visible. There has to be an emotional component, a tie to the purpose. There has to be a mental component where it creates thinking around the purpose. And then if you can create a spiritual component it ties to just having belief in the purpose. You can move mountains with this. So, again, this is sort of where the IT team comes in. Don't forget that they're part of the purpose. It needs to be part of what they do every day as well. They need to be celebrated because the systems must reflect the purpose. We, in the book, we talk about a, a loan company, a finance company, where the loan documents, the finance side of it, are just unfriendly. But the minute that that changes to where they're tied to the purpose and that everybody on the team is part of this and the loaning process is part of the purpose, not just the people doing the loans, but the actual process, it changes everything. So think about the process. I'm amazed every time I I take Uber at the simplicity of the app they designed. I don't know what their purpose is, but wow, the app is so simple, so friendly. uh, It just screams out of purpose. Uh, I certainly would like to talk to them and we could define that purpose for them, but it's already there. Incredible technology. So don't forget the system. The system matters. Um, The millennial generation depends on systems. They think that way. So it becomes more and more important as time goes by. Uh, Brian, I'm sorry for the long segment there. That was systems.
1: No, no, no. That was great. You know, I I think what's key there is the physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual connection, really, for systems to work. Um, Any great organization that's out there. Um, they've, they've figured out how to make their systems simple, you know, easy to understand, easy to, to do. Um, and that really creates a connection with their customers. Um, and if you can do that with purpose, now you're getting more of a, a long-term commitment uh, from your customers and also from your employees. I think people just get tied to this um, if they see the, the purpose behind it.
0: Yeah, so true. So true. Well said and simplicity is the last accelerator of process. So what if your purpose is complex? What if the team doesn't know it? Compare that to a team that knows the purpose. So simplicity is critical in everything you do as it relates to purpose. The purpose needs to be obvious to everyone not only the team but to the customers so it needs to be understood so think about this what if your purpose was known by a hundred percent of the team 100 percent? think about that for a minute and i think that you would agree that that's achievable it's a, it's a tall you know tall order but what if what if we got there okay Now, what if the purpose was known by 100% of the customers, of whoever you serve? Think about that. Wow. How would that change everything? So simplicity is key. Complexity causes confusion. It's fine if complexity is in the background. It's hidden. But simplicity needs to be at the surface. So our, our recommendation here is that you have a very narrow focus in all things that you do and that you create simplicity so that not only everyone on the team, but everyone that interacts with your organization or team knows the purpose. This is magical. This changes everything. Uh, Brian, thoughts?
1: Oh, yeah. I think this is the key to everything with uh, Speed of Purpose, honestly. Um, And we established really early on how simplicity is really key to people understanding it, but people believing in it. Um, You know, our our own purpose statement is, is a simple statement, helping leaders achieve their greatest potential. You know, I mean, how simple is that? Now, there's lots of complexity behind that. You know, all the different uh, tools and methods and and classes and workshops and all that stuff that we teach um, is complex, right? There's a lot of uh, moving parts to that. But the actual purpose statement that guides us, that guides every decision we make is very, very simple. And I think that's absolutely key.
0: I love that. Okay, got a couple more things here that I want to talk to the group about. Here's what we found in our research for the book Speed of Purpose. Some organizations were able to take their purpose external, meaning that it became the marketing plan. It became the advertising campaign. It was so great that it wasn't just internal for the team. It became external. It became what they talked about publicly that was driven by simplicity so they had a simple purpose that could be communicated to everyone so don't forget that if you create a clear and compelling purpose that is so simple yet so clear and compelling that it can be communicated externally you actually have your advertising campaign for the next 50 years <laughs> yeah think think about that yeah the other thing that we found And it was to Brian's earlier point about the circular org structure. If you have pockets of misalignment with the purpose, so in the organization there are certain departments that are not aligned with the purpose, you need to know that and you need to correct it. You can't have it. So this is extra credit stuff. So you roll out speed of purpose. You create this clear and compelling purpose, yet 25% of the organization isn't aligned. It won't work. It'll never achieve its full potential. So look for the pockets of misalignment and course correct. You haven't effectively embraced that group. Figure it out. you got to bring them in that's extra credit that changes everything and that's speed of purpose. And that is the driver of process. Brian, I'll turn it to you to close.
1: Mark, you know, you know, I just want to close with just saying that, um, you know, speed of purpose, just like a lot of our stuff that we talk about on this podcast uh, feels simple, sounds simple on the surface. It's very, um, complex, though, once you start implementing it. And I would really caution everyone to really, you know, slow down, figure out, you know, what is your clear and compelling purpose? Figure that out first. Work through all these different drivers and accelerators. Um, but take your time. Do it right. Um, it, it, it's a, a complex thing, uh, especially if you're going to, like you said, have it for the next 50 years. You know, it can't just be a flavor of the month. You can't just create a purpose, say you're going to do it, have it in a marketing campaign, and, and then change it a month later. It, it has to be something that's long-term.
0: Well, think, think about what we're talking about here. If you run a million-dollar business, we're telling you that if you layer in speed of purpose and all the different things that we talk about, it's a $2.8 million business. That's what our studies have found. We saw examples of 10 times. Could it be a $10 million business? So, yeah, don't underestimate the undertaking here, but don't underestimate the reward.
1: Absolutely. Yep.
0: Thanks, Brian. Great work. Okay.
1: Thanks, Mark. We'll talk to you next week. Okay. Talk to you then. Okay. Bye. Okay. That'll do it from here. Remember, if you'd like virtual training for your team on Gapology, Imbar, or Speed of Purpose, let us know. Head on over to our website, Gapology.org, for more information. Everyone have a fantastic week. We'll talk to you soon. This has been a Gapology production. Visit us at
0: Gapology.org.